Welcome to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast with Shredded Ed, Cardio Johnny, Paul C, Matt Mork Super Troll, and Brazil Hadley. The best infotainment show around where you'll hear us joke, banter, and debunk all the nutritional myths you've heard time and time again, helping you get fit, healthy, and shredded. I'm glad I got that one on record at least. Yep. Johnny's in front of his laptop making funny noises. With his hands. With his hands, yes. <laughs> On that note, anywho. <laughs> Record. Yeah. yeah, I'm recording, of course. Oh. Anyway, shall we um shall we start this episode? Yeah, do we? Good. Well, welcome to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast, episode number sixty three, as a guess. I think exactly. I'm right. Yeah, sixty three, I think. When did we start this? When did we start it? Sixty three weeks ago. 60, yeah, <laughs> 63 weeks ago. No, actually it wasn't though, because we doubled up the first few weeks. Yeah. Didn't we? So, um, Just over a year, this is the second year running that I've recorded a podcast on my birthday. It's impressive. Yeah. I know, because last year we, I remember getting up early Saturday morning, did it like 6am or something ridiculous. Uh, yeah. And obviously now Sunday night. Saturday morning after 6, there's no need for that. Well, yeah. Did you have a so, child? Did, I was about to say, did you have a child? She's she's over one. Is she had her first birthday yet? She's just, yeah, she's just turned one now. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Oh. Yeah, I thought so. Um, so yeah, you did have a child two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It was in a, in a more horrific period as well. So it probably was about half six anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, how's your day been today, Jonathan? <coughs> Football. <coughs> well, apart from that load of BS, and actually watched the first 15 minutes on my phone they scored I lost signal so I thought oh, I'll leave it a bit now I looked again it's 2-0 I thought I'm not watching it if we can concede that many goals against Brighton then there's something wrong there's definitely something wrong there mate Mourinho looks like a dead and buried man if I'm honest I don't know what's wrong. I don't know what's happened with him he's like I don't know he's a totally different guy yeah and I'm not going for sacking managers but are they going to back him with another hundred million in January? I don't think so. I don't think he should. He needs. Well, I was about to say I don't think he needs a hundred million. Um, I think the big problem is, mate. I think he. It's not. It's not really about like money he can spend. It's about can he turn around his attitude? Because I just think he's just. He just isn't the same dynamic, cheeky, arrogant, uh, like kind of. What have this will to win type of manager? Now he's just a fucking boring, miserable bastard who just blames yeah. every poor decision result on something else. Yeah, he's unbelievable. It's just a totally different. You know, when he first came, you know, in any one game, if you wanted any manager in your corner for any one game, it would be him because you know, whatever team he plays against, he can pull a result out against anyone. You know, Inter Milan, Barca. Yeah, but now it's like you can't even be Brighton. I think a lot of the problem is the the type of football you used to play was obviously a very defensive-minded counter-attacking team. Mm. That's a bit old school. Don't work so much nowadays. Like he needs to get with the times and move forward. Yeah, but look at Man City and Liverpool. They play pretty much the same style of football, don't they? Really, and they are exciting. Yeah, and they scoring goals. Yeah, they concede more, but it's like well. I'd rather concede three, but score six or five. We haven't conceded any yet this season, Jonathan. No, I'm not saying you have. But no. last season, you'd have the old like, oh, we are Liverpool's defence, shit. It's <laughs> score six. Like, well, it's a, whatever, isn't it? Yeah, it's exciting, isn't it? But I don't know. It's, it's either City, City being number one, Liverpool be close second, and then it'll probably be Chelsea ten or fifteen points, ten or fifteen points going down. I'm not even sure we'll get close second, if I'm honest. I think, I think it's pretty well. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'd like to think we're strongest challengers, but I can't. I just can't see anything past Man City, and I think they'll probably reasonably walk away with it again, annoyingly. You've, you've, you've legitimately gained yourself nine points by changing that dog shit of a keeper. Yeah, Navi Keita as well looks class. Yeah, good player. Yeah, he looks class. Yeah. 
nine points. I think what they were twenty points ahead last season. Yeah, definitely nine. nine points closer. But I don't know. It's definitely one of you two. City first, you close second, closest check, and the rest miles behind. We need to change our uh, our podcast title to No Nonsense Football or something. So we're just talking about football. Football, nutrition, cars. That would be the three things in a podcast I could sit here all day. What else have you been doing there, my man, outside of the shit football? Sit again, sorry. What else have you been doing outside of the football? Well, funnily enough, been on holiday to Centre Parks for a week in France, sort of southwest of Paris. Um, and then when we came back, I had a day, had a day spare, and then we went to Thor Park for two days. Oh, lovely. Pissed on the second day. As, yeah. as they would, hmm. but so yeah, been pretty, uh, pretty busy. Avoiding oh. the, as we well, said, did, did you avoid the takeaways at Thought Park? You know, like the hot dog carts and the ice cream vans, and no, I didn't didn't have anything. We took tuna. This is a well, of course you did. Yeah, yeah, of course I took, you did. <laughs> a big um, Tupperware box, three tins of tuna. Peas, sweet corn, so we just munch on. Split, split into, th- into three, basically. So two minutes to me, one for Shirley. Then we took sandwiches for the kids, pizza, pizza bits for the kids, protein shakes, almonds. Um, we had a breakfast up there, and I fasted day one. Yeah, didn't touch any of that because I'm not. I do. I'm a tight bastard. I will not pay stupid money for stuff. In it. I don't mind being charged maybe ten percent more, but don't try and stitch me up by charging me three times the price. Shove it <laughs> on. God. I'm not a can of monster. Actually, let's go to France. France's service stations can of monster three euros. Three euros. Mm. Yeah, mm. but even in centre parks, two two euros fifty. And then there's a there's a bigger can, a five sixteen mil can. Looks considerably bigger, even though it's not really that much bigger. Yeah. It's like two eighty a can. I hate being shafted on prices and stuff. Heat ticket, right? I, I hate ticket. Euros. Nine I, quid. I hate being shafted as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on prices and by other people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, it's quite a lot, but although you probably pay two quid in service station for a can of monster now wouldn't you in England yeah probably yeah not that I ever I've would unless I'm absolutely desperate but but the heat ticket in, in centre park was nine quid or what, eight quid something but we found a supermarket I, I'm not playing this price let's find a supermarket in the supermarket four euros less than half price mm. unbelievable so You've learned something more about me today. I do not like being ripped off. Well, I kind of—I knew you were tight anyway, mate. I am. I've, <laughs> I've got. There's a, there's a very specific reason why I'm tight. I've got a long-term plan that requires me being relatively tight for a few years. I don't. I don't mind that. I quite like that actually. I quite. I, I'm. I'm a similar vein in that. I don't like wasting money on stuff. I don't wrong. Like, I'm. Probably some people consider some of my purchases a bit frivolous in terms of things like the amount of money I spend on protein bars, say. Although, um, as you're, you're well aware, the I, I never pay more than a quid a bar generally because, you know, I always like to make sure I could do it. Even then, you could argue it's still quite a lot of money, but still. Um, but is it really? Quid yeah. a bar is all right. It's not that bad either because it's a bit more than a normal chocolate bar. A little bit more. It's not too much more. Um, but outside, I don't really spend my money on a lot else because I'm a bit like you, mate. A bit tight. Um, like yeah. I said, I don't see it as like I'm tight. I see it more like frugal. Like I don't like to waste my money on stuff that I don't see any value in. If it's got value in it, I'm happy to spend money. But if I don't see any value in it, I am a bit like, mm, no. I'm I'm exactly the same. But if it makes me money, I will spend as much money as required on it. Yeah, I see that from our business bank accounts, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't spend that much. Well, yeah, you definitely spend more than anyone else. Put it this way. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll, I'll repay it ten times over. Actually, I yeah, I hope so. And actually, I'll take it back. You haven't spent more than everyone else. I think Ed might have done when he uh, somehow bought a Jag out of it. Good point. He yeah. did buy it. Yeah, mm. yeah. Which uh, is 
Pace. Yeah, an F Pace, which is a true story. He actually did purchase a Jag out of our business bank account, um, which is quite funny, really, in hindsight. <laughs> At the time, it wasn't quite so funny. But People listening to this, and we can't really afford a Jag each at the minute. Oh, yeah. Ed's taking all the money. Yeah, that's why we can't afford Jags, because basically Ed's bought himself one. Yeah, that is true. It is, it is however, it is a nice Jag. It is a nice Jag. Let, let's, let, let's put it out there. We haven't got enough money in there to buy Jag in case anyone thinks, fuck hell, these guys are doing all right. Let's just put let, put a bit of clarity out there. He just put, put, made one monthly payment out of it. You know, it's not it's not like he spent 60 grand or however much that fucking car cost. Yeah. I don't even know how much that car cost, actually. Not that much, is it? I think the top models, I say, I say only. It's not only, but 50 grand. I mean, for a model like that, you would expect yeah. to pay more. You could have been 350 mm. or more. Yeah, yeah. However, I've changed my attitude on cars. Short term. Mm. Too much. No need. Too much money. Yeah, mate. That's why I drive a Toyota uh, Yaris. No, no, don't even you drive a Yaris. I'll take that back. See, I don't even know what car I drive. A Corolla. It's not even a Yaris. Huh? It's a Corolla. It's an 06 Corolla. Nice. Yeah, it's nice. Baby seat fit nice? Nah, she didn't go in that. Go in the other one. What's the other one? Uh... BMW 3 Series. <laughs> That's not the point. <laughs> I, I don't drive. Well, no, I do drive that. Jenna drives it normally, but unless, like, basically, I drive at weekends at BMW during the week. My run around is the is the banger or the whip, as I like to call it. Yeah, that's fine. If that's where it takes, where it takes. I drive and I go Monday to Friday. Economical, good fuel. It's bright orange. Is it? Oh fuck, mate, Jesus. Bright. Orange. Yeah. It is. It's doing like 44, 45 just round town. Yeah, that's right. So, but that's next but, year that's coming. It's going to go next year. We're going to share one car. Okay. Well, that's that's also oh. very economical. It'll force me to be more more active in the mornings and evenings, going to work or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, by that time, I won't need to work. It'll all be NNN. Perhaps. We'll see. That's the goal. That is the goal. Well, keep spending that money on Facebook ads and all this stuff, and I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure we will. In my defence, that's Ed now. Yeah, true, true. Ed, the buttons. Um, shall we um, touch on uh, topic for today? Shall we get onto that now? Yeah, we've well. got anything else to add. Oh, actually, before we do, just I'll shout out. Um, obviously, you, whoever, uh, what was going to? Whoa, mind blank. Uh, forgive me, it's my birthday. Um, I was going to basically say, like those who wanted to get in the involved in the rough runner competition, you've missed out. Basically, what I was going to say, but I was going to say it in a different manner. So you've basically missed out. So because we announced the winner already, so. Um, Unlucky. Yeah, unlucky. So that's been one. Um, however, we are looking at doing a maybe another competition later on in the year. So keep your eyes peeled at that. Um, so you might get some more tickets to give away. But also, actually, maybe it's a good time to talk about the uh, NNN meetup that we're planning uh, next year, next April, doing a Tough Mudder event. Ooh, I said, ooh, I said tough mother and rough runner in the same sentence. Ooh, competition. Um, yeah, they're going to hate me now, aren't they? Um, nah, it's all right. Actually, so yeah, if anyone's uh, interested in the meetup, we're going to put something on. So stay in touch. Keeping the, the, obviously the, all the information I'll go in the free Facebook group. So if you're not part of that, make sure you are. What day will that be? Um, I think the, because obviously they've already set the event dates. I think they're the 18th and 19th of April. And I think we were looking at Sunday the 19th. Um, I'm going to put it in the year where it's going to be wet. Oh, in April, probably. Dust. Generally, because, well, that's just when the events are, mate. I didn't put it on. Tough Mudder decides that. Well, it's probably in July or August. It's more likely to be sunny and warm and nice. Yeah, but when you're doing something like Tough Mudder, mate, you want it to be wet. That's funny, then, because you get wet no. and muddy. If it's too dry, it's not funny, is it? it it'd probably be painful. Nah, it'd be all right. It's only 12 miles, not that far. So long, how many months is that away? Eight, uh, is it? Eight, yeah. Well, hang on. What day do you say? April. Do what? 19th. 
Mm, oh. Oh, oh, suddenly, hold on. Oh, I must be busy. I can't make it. Oh, oh. See, I'm after a wedding. Oh, of course you have. Yeah, sure. No, I booked, I booked the comedy. I was showing I booked the accommodation. Bullshit. 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 Here we are. Hang on. Well, we'll find another date, Johnny. Don't worry. It's okay. It's okay. See? Proof. Can you see? I can't see that. That's the 21st. Yeah. That's all right. So it's not the... Two days before, we're right. Yeah. Maybe it's the 29th, not the 19th. I don't know. Either, either way, we'll, we'll find a date that works. So, yeah, the whole point we bring out was if anyone was interested in the podcast listeners want to come for a meet-up, then that'd be amazing. There's enough of you. Come on, pull your finger out. Yeah, there is enough of you. There's all six of you could turn up. Then we could get at least half a dozen then. Yeah. yeah. That's all our parents, isn't it? All the mothers. Yeah, well, yeah, probably. I think my dad, dad I don't even know if my dad listens, probably doesn't, to be honest. I will. Well, listen. So, um, yeah, so today's topic, Johnny, we, because obviously you've just spent a good amount of time in a different country. Um, yes. I will be going away again, as we discussed last nice week. Nice weekend. Go on. Did it well, again. You went all a bit funny, and I think I, my connection. All right. all right. I was just basically saying, obviously, you went away. I will be going away also in September um, for another week away and all inclusive. So it's holiday season. We thought, actually, do you know what? This will be a great episode just to throw out some of our top tips on how to survive a holiday without getting extremely obese. Yes. I'm not sure we'll call the episode that, but. No. Your way of holidaying this year is harder to stay on track than what mine was. Yes. Yes, maybe we can, we can incorporate those in our top tips, I suppose. But because I guess you are absolutely right in that an all-inclusive holiday is a lot of, a, a, a lot more difficult of an environment to be around and not eat all the food compared to self-catering because when you've got to pay for it, um, and two, you just have less access to food generally, don't you? Yeah, but when we were over there, I made sure we because you you can obviously select if you're a centre park, you can select sort of what cabin you go in and what area. So you can select like in the centre, um, like a five minute walk out, then like a fifteen minute walk out. So I thought, oh, let's go outside. Mm-hmm. A fifteen minute walk, so it was it was a bit less than that. But there's a ten or twelve minute walk. Actually, probably almost fifteen minutes to get to the shop. Is it, really. I was going to ask, is it is it like the is, one near me in Thetford uh, or Elverdon Forest that has a like a centre, village centre? So it's got like shops and restaurants in the village. Yeah. And right. pretty much, well, they're all very much similar. Obviously, there's a few different shops and stuff, but they all set way, I think. But yeah. So I was like 15 minutes away. So I think the step count is sad. So the step count there and back was about, I think it was just under 4,000. So for me, because I used to wake up early, like 6 or 7 o'clock, like some days to score and get stuff from the shop there and then. So that's 4,000 steps by 8 o'clock. Did sort of you, thing. Was that donuts? Was that donuts? No, that wasn't donuts. That, that was normal food. I was going to say, does that defeat the point of um, no. you know making four thousand steps to go get something? and You come back with donuts. Well, some actually the breakfast stuff we had was more like I bought some oats over there. Um, I found some zero <clears throat> percent uh, fat yogurt, pretty high in protein as well. Mm-hmm. So I mixed those together. And I chucked some fruit in there. Some really expensive fruit that I had. Rip-off fruit, let's call it. And then everybody else would have like, um, I'd have a bit of toast as well, like two slices or whatever, but everybody else would have like toast with some and ham on or whatever. So that was sort of most days. But then, because it's so big over there, you have to walk everywhere or cycle. Unless you're a lazy bastard, then you could have, or... Not just lazy, injured, or not mobile, or old, even. Then you could rent a golf cart, basically. But again, I would not pay £250 a week for that. So we walked everywhere. I think we must have made 24,000 steps one day, 22. I think I looked back, my average was 16 or 17,000. So that, compared to all-inclusive, is probably, like for me, is a huge step count compared yeah. to what I do all-inclusive. Yeah. So you're burning calories there, so you're offsetting some of the stuff you really didn't potentially over anyway. 
there and then, but every day was a trip to the shop, and it wasn't donuts and croissants and stuff. We did buy um, a couple of croissants one day, but it wasn't every day. So it was, I think I gained a pound. That's pretty good. It's not bad. Yes, yeah, but because everything over there is like continental breakfast, and there's a lot of carby stuff, and it's so bread and all that stuff. So I just went down to that. Literally. Yeah, could be. Okay, so let's let's um, let's go into some tips then. So, like uh, we've hinted at a few things then, but let's go into sort of our, some of our top tips then. So. I don't know if we just do maybe one at a time, kind of some of the main things we do and what we tell clients to do when they go on holiday. Um, yeah. Although, actually, can, can I just – I'll caveat first. So just because this is – I don't know if you do – that would be interesting to see if or if you tell me if you do something similar. But um, first and foremost, I always tell clients to enjoy themselves on holiday. That kind yeah. of like overarching message I give to people. Because at the end of the day, unless you're really crazy, i.e. me, um, you can't do a lot of damage in a week or even two weeks, really, that you can't undo quite quickly. So yeah. for most people, I say, look, just just go and enjoy yourself. Um, don't worry too much. Um, I think it's worth saying because, you know, a lot of people work hard to be able to afford to go on holidays and stuff. And, you know, they want to enjoy those times. Um, admittedly, it shouldn't necessarily kind of focus or your enjoyment should all come from you know like just basically binge eating on holiday which inevitably does happen to me but um that being said people like to do it so you know it's kind of just i do think to myself look we're all we only live once you know you want to go there and don't feel like you're missing out or restricting too much then cool then that's how you should do it so um i just thought i wanted to say that because we're not we're not nazis are we mate we're not you know it's not we're not sort of people expect people to go on holiday and still only eat salad and chicken i know well, definitely not. I'm saying the same as you. Just enjoy yourself. However, I would caveat it with something. If someone's got not issues with food, but someone's maybe just started and they've got, they've just binged all their life sort of thing, and you know it's going to psychologically affect them, because some people are like that. They'll go, right, oh, I've gained four pounds on holidays. That's it. It's wrecked. I can't believe I've done it. But to them, people, I'd say, look, you decide whether you want to gain four pounds or gain a pound or maintain weight. You want to gain four pounds, do what you like. If you want to maybe gain a pound, do these things. Maybe walk a bit more, blah, blah, blah. We'll go into that later on. So that's the only one thing I'd say if I had a client like that who would get freaked out by scale of weight gain. Because yeah, yeah. some people, no matter how much you say, look, it's because of this, this, and this, it doesn't matter. That number still changed and it's gone up. <laughs> yeah, no, no, cool. Good point. Okay, cool. Right, so that caveat done. Um, what, do you want to start with one? Do you want to start with a, yeah. with a top tip? Only because I've just done loads of it when I'm on holiday is, is activity. Obviously, this depends on the type of holiday you go on. If you want them, the one I went on, self-catering in centre parks, then unless you were deliberately being lazy, then you are going to be doing quite a lot of activity. So keep activity up as much as possible. Like, don't rent the golf cart to walk, to, to go 10 minutes on the road, walk the 15 minutes there and back. You, you do that three times a day, which is easily done. Go there in the morning, come back, have breakfast, go there, or go to the swimming pool, swim around a bit, go back in the night. So you've got 12,000 steps, pretty much. So activity is something that can offset cows a little bit. Mm. If you're all-inclusive, all depends whether you've got kids or not, obviously, young kids. Um, go for a walk in the morning when it's not boiling, depending on where you go in the world. Go for a walk on the beach. You could get five, six, seven k in the morning. Then you can do this thing at night, in the evening if you want to do. Like, <clears throat> most of these all-inclusive places now are massive. They're all complexes, and they just go for a walk on a complex. Take a drink with you. Just go for a walk. Don't, I'm not saying you have to do 10 miles a day, but just be conscious of not laying down. Yeah. For 12 hours solid up and do some walking around look and don't be afraid to go to the gym people say oh it's sad to go to the gym fuck them don't care what doesn't matter what they think if you want to go to the gym go to the gym mate I go, tw- like- I go twice yeah sometimes I've been like twice a day yeah because you enjoy it yeah I do that is why enjoy it. So people enjoy drinking like to me 
if someone drinking all day is like get all yourself but they like it so if someone likes the gym don't criticize them for it well that's a different topic but activity be conscious of be conscious of your activity and just because you're an all doesn't mean you have to be a slob basically yeah definitely no I agree I guess there is definitely a risk that people think oh, I'm on holiday the holidays are meant to be lazy so I'm just literally going to lay in a sun lounger and do nothing um which yeah, I completely agree. Like I, I, and I get, I know obviously my background and that type of stuff does change my habits or behaviours compared to like your average Joe maybe. But I will obviously gym in the morning. Always happens, you know. I just I love doing it and enjoy. I I don't. I generally think there isn't a much better feeling than getting up in the morning, going to the gym, having a fasted session, you know, because I haven't eaten. Um, not that's relevant, but you know. Yeah. And you just go there and you work hard and you come out, have a shower and then you go to breakfast and you feel amazing. Like literally, I think, I feel, I, I love it. I love that feeling because you yeah. think, like, I've just, I've, I've done my gym session, I'm feeling good, all the endorphins from exercise are all like pouring through and um, now I get to sit down and have a guilt-free meal because, you know, not that any meal should ever feel like guilty, but you know what I mean. It's like, I feel like I'm now, like to a certain extent, I've earned this because of, you know, I've got out and I've worked hard and now I feel like, yeah, I'm refueling. So, and um, you look in the mirror, and you're brown as well. Yeah. So even extra bonus. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so no, definitely. And and we, me and Jenna, very much purposefully, like even though we do a lot of all inclusive type style hotels, we we literally walk like three, four times purposefully for the day. So we'll we'll kind of have our breakfast and then go for a walk afterwards, or we'll then have our lunch and we'll go for a walk afterwards. Just because we're like, you know, we want to get our steps up, we want to increase our activities. We know otherwise, we will literally just be sitting on a lounge all day. Yeah. So, and it just becomes a habit. It just becomes a habit, and actually something that we like doing. In the end, to start, right, actually, we know we would just be sitting down, not talking to each other on a lounge or reading a book or something. And actually, we can just go around and, and have a chat. So it's very nice. I think with you, with someone now, and it's not been one of those places where you can just sit down and relax and do nothing because you know someone's going to be up. What's she doing? Oh, she's by the pool. Yeah. Oh, she's. You never really stopped now, were you? Yeah, 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 no, that's true. Plus, obviously, like the, the hotel we were going to has like a little park, so we took it to the park, um, just play over on there. So, yeah, definitely the activity thing does make quite a lot of difference. So, um, I, I suppose the other thing on that is just be careful not to, even though I said around like the guilt free meal and you know, oh, I've earned my breakfast, be careful not to have that too much as a, as a leading attitude because obviously it can be quite easily, uh, you can easily outdo or or kind of compensate in eating because you feel like you've earned it. Um, if your goal is to obviously lose weight or maintain or whatever or trying to damage limitation, don't don't feel like oh well I've done some walking now so I can go eat ten thousand calories because I don't quite work like that. Generally, because we know the evidence suggests that people underestimate the amount of energy expenditure and overestimate no other way around overestimate the energy expenditure and underestimate their calorie intake. So that tend to not work out in the best of uh, Outcomes, does it? No. I just had a thought while you were talking about that. Come. I wonder if you tracked, I couldn't be able to do it. So, two groups of people over like 20 all days, over like 20 years, obviously, it's taken a lot of effort, but it's essentially all inclusive. It is all inclusive. However, one's buffet, so you pick yourself, and the other is you are served. You have to ask for that meal. Yeah. The, the difference there would be. You could have a limited plate, but you have to ask for everything. Yeah. All the difference would be in. So oh, that, that'd be huge. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. I think we probably know the outcome just because yeah. obviously I think the social um, expectations in an a la carte style restaurant, even though you get to ask food, most people wouldn't wouldn't ask the amount of same or the same amount of food as they would go up and help themselves to. Yeah. It's just a barrier in the way to stop them eating, isn't it? I think it does make me realize actually a lot of it's just greed, really. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Because you'd imagine if those people, so take that scenario. So the people that aren't asking for additional plates in an a la carte restaurant, even though they could potentially have unlimited plates, but like you say, they've got to order it. They, even if they're not ordering it through guilt or shame, but they do generally want it, do they leave those restaurants feeling unsatisfied or not full? Probably not. They probably do feel satisfied and full. They probably wouldn't need the additional food they might have asked for or gone and got at a buffet. Because we all, that's the problem, is we all overdo it. Yeah, we, I, think, I think maybe it depends. I mean, someone's like where they are in their journey as well, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, if someone's naturally lean, then they probably will not 
purposely overeat anyway. They'll probably just eat. Eat, eat, eat preference or satiety, yeah. It might be a bit more, but I think it's people who restrict a lot throughout the year or who've dieted or been big before and restricted themselves a long time to get in shape, then they're probably the ones who will probably binge them. Not binge, yeah, well, it is binge, isn't it? Yeah. Binge on holidays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I completely count myself on that, mate. Like when I say that, like I binge on holidays, but it's almost like purposeful, like because I know I, I'm conscious of it. I know I'm doing it. And I know why I'm doing it. Um, which, which kind of I don't know if it does make it okay or not, really. But that's another topic for another day, isn't it? Controlling. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Cool. Right. Exercise activity increase definitely something that you should do, regardless of any other outcome. It's obviously it's only a positive thing in my opinion. So. Um, cool, right? Um, oh, actually, I did something that's proper head, unless it's through guilt, which is then a negative. But that's again another episode for a whole or another another uh, topic for another episode. Which so we're not going to go into that. But don't feel guilty and feel like you have to do all this stuff afterwards because that's not a good place to be. Anyway, so my tip is going to be pick one meal. Um, Pick one meal where you allow yourself more freedom or flexibility. That's going to be my tip. So example would be, um, you know, have what you consider a healthy meal, uh, two out of your three meals a day, assuming you're a three meal a day person. So let's just assume, you know, that's like the average breakfast, lunch, dinner. So if you like to think, all right, my type of holidays, I like to have a nice dinner, have a light breakfast or a healthy breakfast and a light lunch or a healthy lunch, whatever, you know, we're using that terminology. Um, and then allow yourself more flexibility at dinner. So it um, might not be the most optimal strategy, but I think at least then it's, you know, we're putting in some form of restriction and that being that you don't go mad on two out of your three meals. And I think that's a useful tip to, to have for some people. And I think because you've got so much option of there as well, eating healthy to most people over the years, like, oh, it's bland. But over there, you know, food's going to be a bit, it's obviously going to be seasoned, blah, blah, blah. So it's probably tastier so you can eat tidy food that's healthy low calorie that's actually quite tasty so it's, it's not that hard mm. to do yeah I think but you might you're generally in a better mood as well you're on holiday so actually you could probably enjoy your food a bit more than you might do at home yeah definitely yeah. I went to Turkey 2012 and they actually had calories of, they actually had calories of everything they had there did they? everything oh. yeah that's like it was. that's quite I mean that was six, six years ago six years ago yeah so that was probably quite radical back yeah. then, I would have thought, especially yeah. as well. Yeah, calories and everything. Right. They put right, but at least you've got some idea, right? I, that's probably that much. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, obviously, that would really help then. So you could say, right, for breakfast, I'll just try and pick something low-calorie. Um, yeah. Same for lunch. And then, let's say, then you can feel like, actually, I can have more flexibility at dinner, knowing that, you know, I've, I've kind of, you know, I've, I've had some form or level of restriction there. So you're then not going to overeat. But even in, even in, in the night, all desserts are usually these little things. They're not huge desserts. They? You can just pick a couple of them. If you're going to, if you go, right, I let's take an average cake as 250 or something like that. At least you know in your head, it might not be right, but at least you've got some sort of um, marker. Yeah. If I count every cake as 200 calories, I know if I eat six, that's going to be 1,200 calories. So at least you know in your head, right, I know I can have six cakes, but I know it's going to be 1,200 calories. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right, next. Alcohol. We all know, well, you may or may not know that cocktails are horrific calories and full of sugar because they're made with all syrups and stuff, which if you had, if you had 10 cocktails in a day, which for some people is not a lot, that could be mega, mega, thousands and thousands and thousands of calories. It's like, well, it's just you're drinking it, so it's easy, and you're not getting you're not getting full up. You can steam it probably, but you're not getting full up. Switch. Either don't drink in the day and keep it for the night. You're going to dehydrate anyway. But if you do drink the day, try and stick to like the lighter beers if they got lighter beers. I mean, it's coming more commonplace now, especially if you pay a bit more. Or stick to like the vodkas and the diet mixers. So you're saving. Stupid. What's a vodka and diet mixer? Say 70 calories. Mm-hmm. One compare that to a long. What's a long island iced tea? Is the worst one. It's like 
was it like six hundred calories yeah, something ridiculous? Depend, depends on the recipe, but like the original yeah. recipe was like ridiculous. Even if you put it as even you put it as four hundred, which is maybe half what it originally was, that's still what nearly four times less or five times less. Yeah, and like you say, if you drink ten of them across a day, it's probably would it get you drunk? And if you had one every hour, I don't know. Depends how watered down they are as well. I mean, if it's a shot of a vodka in there, you have ten a day. If you're a drinker, is ten going to be drunk all day? Probably not. Then you're going to drink again all night. If you're a drinker, that can be like, you could legitimately drink 4K a day if you wanted to. Yeah, easily. easily. In cocktails, if or, not more. Mate, I think a lot of people do that in beer. Yeah. Like, it's, like so we, obviously, we had this uh, debate, uh, me and Al had a debate, Al Zachary had a debate with, uh, obviously, Chris Jones on his Facebook around his statement that alcohol basically doesn't make you fat. And obviously, he was talking really in the context of, Alcohol or ethanol can't be stored as body fat because obviously it's it's uh, primarily burned as energy before any or prioritized before any other substrate. So technically, the alcohol doesn't make you fat because whatever alcohol you drink, you just stop burning carbs or fat, and you just burn the alcohol first. So obviously, if you then are in a calorie surplus over time, you obviously store the carbs and fat instead, the fat predominantly. Um, and I was like, but yeah, but that's really misleading, mate, because obviously, one, um, you're still indirectly by people drinking alcohol stopping them burning other substrates therefore those other sub- substrates will just get stored instead so all right the alcohol is not actually making you fat in you know by definition but it is really indirectly but also who the fuck drinks just eth- ethanol no one no one ever no so like you're just making it sound as though people can drink beer or wine or spirits or whatever else and then oh yeah that doesn't affect your fat loss well, yes it fucking does mate so, because, um, and I think the point really was like, because the reason I kind of talked that or brought that up as an example is because, like, he's, he he kind of said, oh, I've never seen anyone drink that much where really the alcohol's been that big an issue. It's normally the food choices and stuff they make while they're drunk. And yes, that is a big, that is a point. And yes, that is true. But don't think that the alcohol itself, as well, as in like the alcoholic drink, not just ethanol, doesn't also contribute because it bloody well does, mate, because it ain't that difficult for people to drink 12 pints over a day. You know, that's two and a half thousand calories or more. Um, you know, it, it, I've seen people drink, like go to like, I don't know, like actually here you go, guy in office, guy in the office that I was uh, chatting to um, the other day said to me, we've gone to new market races uh, with the lads, you know, on a, on a day out and had a load of uh, alcohol. He said he did something like 12 pints over the day and then had to move on to uh, spirits and mixers because he basically couldn't take any more liquid volume. I was like, Jesus Christ. So... That's two and a half thousand calories. I don't know how many spirits mix you have, but you could probably easily say another half a dozen more plus. It's like that's easily three, four thousand calories. Like are you telling me that alcohol doesn't affect someone's diet? Get out of town, mate. Get out of yeah. town. See, that's that's mega, mega calories, isn't it? We just said there. Oh my god, I couldn't drink a day. No. You see, also you go on the beach, you see just, just some bin pints all day. Yeah. God, too twenty. I, I, to, to me, each their own. But it's just, I think it's like, it's sad. So if you want all this, you want to drink as much as possible, like twenty pints a day. It's like, what do you do? When I mean, you could do it anywhere in the world. Yeah. Go and see yeah. something. Go and do something. It's anyway, not, it's not for me. But yeah. Anyway, so no, great tip. Obviously, be careful the alcohol. Um, I think the the idea of time limiting it is good. Um, so I think that's really useful. Just say like, don't drink before because a lot of people like you say will just sit there and drink the first opportunity they can but if you know if you want to put a time limit and say actually i'll only drink in the evening say um that does obviously reduce the amount of, of alcohol you can drink because you just in the same way as fasting works for um obviously food so um and obviously better choices so that's, uh, that's uh, obviously another good tip uh okay cool right i'm gonna steal what i've just said fasting so uh, I know I said about uh, having one more flexible meal out of your one flexible meal out of your meals, but actually, what you could do instead, if you wanted to, is just um, maybe remove a meal. So you probably won't miss a meal as such. So a lot of people might go and have like a big breakfast as you usually do on holiday, and then when it comes to lunchtime, you're eating for the sake of it because you're not really hungry. I know that definitely happens to me. I go and eat for the sake of it. Actually, I could probably easily skip dinner and go straight to sorry, skip lunch, go straight to dinner because. I'm not. I'm. I'm not hungry. Actually, I've just had a massive breakfast. So, um, or alternatively, if you're one of these people that you know do like to stay out late, see the hotel entertainment, or do whatever you're doing, 
might not want to get up in the morning. Therefore, skip breakfast. Don't get up just to get for breakfast. Skip it. You know, again, it's all. You know, it's like anything we've ever talked about in terms of fasting. It's not special. It's just reducing the time you're eating for, and therefore you're eating less calories. The same reason I just said about alcohol. I think it's relatively. I think it's relatively easy to do as well, isn't it? Yeah. especially on all when you're a bit. You're obviously a bit lazy on all days. You can probably sleep in a couple of hours extra, and you one half you are know, dinner time. So you've missed, missed that. Yeah, like it. Good point. Yeah, it's just easy, easy to implement. Not nothing to think about. It's not. It's not difficult. It's just yeah. I'll just stick to two meals then instead of three. Yeah. Food choices, another one. So, for, well, across all three meals, make sure you, because it's usually on Chris Vibe, you'll find veg, even at, even at uh, breakfast, there's some sort of veg at breakfast. So, if you can have half half your meal, half your meat, yeah, half your plate, or three quarters of your plate with protein and veg, and then the rest of whatever you want, say for two meals, at least then. You're still having a bit of what you want, and you're limiting calories in the two meals, which sort of ties back into what you said earlier about having one meal. That's well, you want to call it free or whatever you want to call it. So, food choices on your plate. Make sure that you've got protein on your plate because it's more satiating. It'll keep help keep you fuller for longer. Veg, likewise, as in more volume of food. So, look, you've got more pile of veg on, but then mix in your rice and your whatever you want to in, in with it. So you feel full because you've had loads of veg and protein, but you feel satisfied as well, which obviously reduces the amount of calories you're eating. So you can then save it for whatever, whatever your favorite meal is. Could be breakfast, could be dinner, could be lunch or whatever. Then have, you should know for two meals or even one day do for all three meals. Um, look what you're eating on the plate. Make sure it's half of the cause of protein and veg. I, I use that a lot with clients so, um, that have been on holiday. Uh, I've always said to people, right, here's what you do. So I want your first meal, or first plate of every meal, and this is kind of like in the all-inclusive buffet type of scenario. Um, your first plate of every meal, I want it to consist of mainly protein and as much vegetables as you can. Um, a little bit of starchy carbs on there if you want, like your rice, your pasta, your potatoes, or whatever else. But on the whole, I want your first meal to be that. If you then want more after having that, then cool, go have it. But I think it's something that obviously having that meal first, people then think, right, okay, well, I'll focus on that. And obviously do feel fuller, like you said, you know, the fiber, the protein, all the other things and the water content that makes you feel fuller. Then a bit easier to say no to some of the other foods. Whereas if they start eating those other foods first, they would then struggle to probably maybe limit or reduce the amount of those they're eating. So it's almost a bit like preloading your main meal, if that makes sense. So I know, obviously, there was some really cool research, which I know, Johnny, you went there, but um, James Krieger presented that the last, uh, all the time before the last Mac Nutrition Conference, where they were talking about preloading, um, I think that was the, the researchers or the literature term rather than kind of anything in the industry as such, but they were saying preloading meals with like a whey shake reduced the amount of food people then ate and then ad libitum meal, um, as in like to ad libitum means the pleasure of people don't know or like free um, they ate less because they had like a waist shake because the protein made them feel fuller so um, and it's a similar thing you know you're you're almost preloading your meal by having a meal beforehand I know that sounds maybe a bit counterintuitive but you end up have like a low calorie-ish protein and veg lean protein and veg meal might mean that you instead of eating so you might eat two three hundred calories and a big plate of protein and veg and then you might only go back for like, oh, a little bit of some desserts on afterwards because actually I'm quite full. I'll just have a little bit of dessert. So you might eat five, 600 calories in that entire meal. Or if you didn't, you might have gone and had all of the fucking Mexican food, all of the pasta, all of the pizza, all of the chips, and then had dessert afterwards and then eating 2,000 calories. Yeah. So that doesn't make sense, doesn't it? Yeah. But I'm actually in a plate full of egg bites, mushrooms, tomatoes, peppers. You could have a gigantic plate of food for like 350 calories or something, and then you probably wouldn't want the dessert after. Because yeah. you're feeling full, you think, oh my God, I've eaten loads, but actually, calorie-wise, you haven't. No. Just volume-wise, you have. I've got a tip there, actually. You just remind me of egg whites. So if you go on a holiday to a, uh, again, a hotel and they serve breakfast, here's a tip for you. They almost always do boiled eggs, don't they? So if you can't get, if you're thinking to myself, I can't find a decent protein source because it's either really fatty bacon, sausages, um, 
go get the boiled eggs and just ditch the yolks. I do it all the time. Like every holiday, I'll go and I'll I'll have like some like I'll have some scrambled egg or an om- or, or a small omelet or something. But to bump the protein content up my plate, I'll often just get like five boiled eggs and just ditch all the yolks and have five egg whites with it. I'll literally peel them, ditch the yolks, and eat the egg whites. Easy, great tip. Yeah, got, got that off Jamie Alderson. Remember him did that years ago, and I was like, oh, actually, yeah, that's a fucking great idea. Some people would like a waste, would they? Yeah, I know, but you know, you're on holiday, you're not paying for it, you don't mind so much, and you know. That's a good tip. Yeah, really good. Just reminding me. It's the way forward. They are. They are. Um, Water intake, another one. Yeah, stay hydrated. Tend to not drink enough. Well, they drink enough alcohol usually, but not enough actual water. I mean, water will contribute to feeling a bit fuller because you've got something that you're drinking and you're not dehydrated. So water between meals might help fill you up. Mm-hmm. Water during meals. Was it, was it an hour ago on 500 mil before meal and 500 mil during? Mm-hmm. So you do that at every meal, you're probably going to eat a bit less mm-hmm. in those meals. So it does, will help contribute to bringing those calories down a little bit. So it's another, it's another relatively easy one to do. I mean, I think most places do bottles of water. I mean, depending on where you go, you just dish out water all the time in big bottles. Or if you're if you're self catering, obviously, then bottles of water is, is stupidly cheap. Yeah. I mean, they're in really expensive center packs, just like two euros for two for like ten liters or whatever it was. Mm. So it's you know piling the water. Yeah. 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 Good tip. Good tip. Um, I don't know what my next one's going to be. Run out of ideas, I think. Not. I'm not. I think because the thing is, a lot of these things people might, as we're listening through, might think actually these are these are kind of restrictive types of behaviours or things that I don't want to do on holiday, and that's kind of why we open with the caveat of you know like you don't have to do this if you want to go enjoy your holiday. That's cool. There isn't a lot of damage you're going to be able to do, but. I think what I would like to say is that a lot of these actually are quite simple things and that once you kind of get your mindset around that a holiday is not it's supposed to be about binging, it's not what it's really about, it's actually quite normal to go and maybe do some of the stuff that we're talking about, or it definitely should be. Um, it's actually like the abnormal thing is actually going away and in like a binge eating mentality and going away and having to uh, like you know, eat all the food at every meal. Um, yeah. It's too extreme, isn't it? People go up there to go, right, I know eat as much as possible all the time and drink as much as possible. Or it's like, obviously, people who are dieting and they, they super restrict themselves and don't enjoy the holiday because they worry about food all the time. Mm-hmm. And all they look, it's going to be a zooming middle ground, isn't it? But I think it depends on your mentality, as well, in a way you are on your journey, what you've done before, how comfortable you are with food, if you've got any eating disorders, and things like that. So it does depend on your, because people who are naturally lean probably wouldn't go and binge eat anyway, because they just stick to what they know anyway, because they know they might they might fluctuate up four pounds, and then they'll they'll compensate when they come back. Because people yeah. are, some people are good at that. Yeah, they I think. I, I just want to touch on the bit about the comment about naturally lean. I think obviously. Like we know the types of people you're talking about, the people that find it effortless to maintain a decent body weight. And the reason they do that is because they're not because they're special or they have any type of like special, um, like super high metabolisms or anything like that. It's more generally because they just have um, a well functioning um, appetite regulation and hormones. So, therefore, like they when they're full, they stop eating. Um, the, the types of people Johnny's referring to where you know people that restrict all their lives or you know kind of in diet in long times or have um, forms of either disordered eating or eating disorders generally don't have very well functioned appetite um, regulations and therefore they they overeat so and like a lot of us are like that is very very common isn't it you know like you, you're going to say that pretty much most people or all the people we work with for fat loss the reason overweight is probably because of those reasons mostly Um you know, because their their appetite regulation isn't very good, so it is very very common. So yeah, I guess that obviously I just wanted to kind of clarify yeah. that point in case the listeners didn't really know what you meant. Yeah, and plus their their neat is usually larger, so non exercise activity thermogenesis. But just basically what I'm doing now, twitching my legs around. That's really genuine neat. Walking on isn't really neat. 
it's just something that offsets the um, what word I'm looking for offsets the adaptions of reducing eating your diet in. so neat to say fidget around and move around but naturally lean people will tend to move around more or have stuff like their labourers so they tend to be whack of doing the day and things like that yeah. so when they're on holiday they may not be the people who sit in the lounges all day they will probably be looking about walking around going to the shop doing activities going speedboating or they doing stuff so they keep relatively lean on holiday even though they know they're eating more mm. yeah, yeah so they just do it it is effortless yeah they don't need to think oh let's I better not sit in the lounge they probably don't do that anyway yeah, that's but that is part of the reason why it's effortless because they don't. Yeah, yeah, great. I would. I've uh, I've got one thing I want to end on. I think uh, one final message. Have you got any more tips before we do? So I guess the the only thing you could do is sorry, go on, mate. Go on, you go. It's tied in with actually activity levels on it, but if there's activities to do, like I don't know. Whatever, just go to a zoo. You know, it's been stupid. Go to a zoo or do a safari or quad biking or speedboarding. Do something like that because that's going to burn calories and it's exciting. You won't think they're burning calories when you are. So that ties in with obviously be active. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I was just going to say actually the thing about around all the research literature that's applicable for maybe food vari- vari- variability variability is probably relevant that you could just say actually do you know what i'll just avoid all the really hyper palatable foods on holiday and just try and stick to kind of the blander foods so that might again stop you overeating because basically no one overeats on chicken broccoli and rice um everyone it's over, over exactly it's very true everyone overeats on um donuts uh i think really good foods again holiday but donuts pizza and pancakes pancakes yeah so, I remember yeah. I, went, I went to Dominica in 20, 2010. I gained a stone or more. And for breakfast every day, I'd go in, I'd have cereal to start, so whatever, with obviously full fat milk. Then I'd have pancakes, maybe five, six with chocolate and syrup and jam. And then I'd have a cooked breakfast. So you got, that is. You got, the uh, wrong way, you got the wrong way around, mate. You should have had your cooked yeah. breakfast, then your pancakes. What's that about? Yeah. I just do whatever I want. I was eating so. <laughs> I'm well, should do what I want. Yeah, do what I want. <laughs> so, I eat every day. You know what I mean? Uh, so, another top tip don't be a fucking bell end. That's, that's, if, the be- that's the best top tip. Just don't just be a bell end. If, if you're looking for you know, fat loss in the long term and you're going to be freaked out by skill weight gain, if we don't care, then do we want? You know what I mean? Mm hmm. People who care, try and don't be a knob. Don't be a bell end, I think was what we're saying. Yeah, don't be a bell end. Yeah. Don't be a bell end. No, cool. Right, okay. Well, my last thing I wanted to mention was kind of more of a mindfulness tip because I think this is something that's really, really useful. And so, again, something that I really have pushed quite hard with clients to, to do. And they can feel like it's a bit weird, actually, but um, I don't think it's weird. But what I ask them to do is to essentially say out loud before they eat. They don't really have to say out loud, but I do think it's more powerful they do, but at least like quite prominently in their head. Like before they have anything or decide to have a food or a meal, whatever, just think to themselves, do I want this food? Like you almost have to say it out loud to obviously be really registered mindfulness about it. But mm. I guess the context of the scenario I mean is like it could be, I don't know, ice cream man comes around the pool with ice creams, you know, and you're not really hungry, you don't really bother it, but, uh, you know, it might even be an ice cream that you're not particularly, in, you don't enjoy that much. Like, if you're like a, I don't know, a fruity ice pop fan, but someone comes around with Cornetto and you're not that bothered by, like, chocolatey ice cream, um, rather than just having it, you know, if you said in your head, do I really want this? And if you really thought to yourself and was honest to yourself and said, actually, you know, I'm not that bothered by it, you should probably just say no, rather than just have it for the sake of it. Or another example might be, you know, the buffet. You go around the, the buffet and you've got all the different types of foods and kind of looks all right. And, like, chips are one for me, right? Chips are a prime example for me. I don't eat chips when I go, like, on holiday. Like, very rarely do I have them because I can take them or leave them generally, especially the chips on holiday generally, you know, they're not anything special. They're just chips, aren't they? So yeah. I'm like, I think to myself, 
why am I getting these? Like, I'm not even that bothered by them. So why are they end up on my plate? So now I think to myself, if I ask myself out loud, do I want these chips? Then I end up not having them. And that's a really good tip, I think, for people to kind of just be mindful about food selections. Just to say, like, because if the answer turns out to be, you know what, actually, there's pancakes there and they look amazing and I do really want them, bang on, go get them. You know, I'm happy, yeah. I'm happy with that because you made a conscious decision and, you know, to, to have them because you do genuinely want them. But if you look at them and think, oh, well, you know, I'm not that bothered by pancakes, you know, I'd rather have something else, then you, you immediately, it's a really good way of just kind of, um, a, a, again, another level of restriction or just being mindful about what you're eating. That's what yeah. that's it. It's a good one, that's agreed. Yeah, I think unless eating is bad, it's just easy to do on holiday when you're surrounded in an environment where food is in abundance. It's easy to eat for the sake of it, so so easy. Yeah, you just go around picking, I'll have like eight different foods on my plate. Yeah, well, it's all right, I'll just have it anyway because it's there. Oh, exactly, it's exactly that. It's just there, I'll just have it. Or I say, because sometimes, like. Another another good example, of a personal one for me uh, from personal experience is like often like cakes and stuff. And I don't know if I actually, I think I talked about this on, the, on one of the other episodes we did, but cakes are a, a thing that I absolutely love cakes on holiday. Like me and Jenna almost now will never book a holiday in an all-inclusive hotel that doesn't have some form of cafe or patisserie or something. Because one, well, obviously I like, I like coffee and I like coffee shops. I like the atmosphere and I really like cake. And it's now become a bit of a thing we like doing on holiday where we like to just spend our afternoons where, you know, you have, you know you're at day in the sun or do whatever else. And then when the afternoon comes around, like because neither of us drink, we instead just like to go sit in the cafe. We'll go for a walk and then we'll come back and we'll sit in the cafe. So we'll do a nice long walk, sit in the cafe and have a coffee and a bit of cake or something. But the amount of times I've ordered cakes that look amazing on holiday and you eat a mouthful of it and go, that looks way better than it tastes. Yeah. It actually tastes pretty shit or just boring or nothingness. And how, how many people would sit there and just carry on eating and just finish it anyway? Yeah. And now I'm like, actually, do you know what? I'm going to leave this because I don't actually want this now. Now I've tried it. It looked better than it was. Now it's, now, now it's just taste of nothing. I'm just not going to eat the calories. So, um, you know, it's, again, just, it's, that's a, I just think saying out loud sometimes can be really powerful because it kind of forces you to obviously do what you're saying. Yeah, agreed. Maybe not say too loud about the old coffee shop. They might think you're weird. Well, mate, I snap. I, 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 I Instagram. You are. Do I want this king? <laughs> yeah, but you got to remember, I, I Instagram walk around fucking hotel resorts, and everyone's like, "Who the fuck's that idiot speaking to his phone?" It's true. Yeah, is what it is, isn't it? Yeah, whatever, isn't it? Whatever, whatever. What was it? What have you said? Fucking Welsh. I'll do what I want. Yeah, well, I'm English, and I'm a fucking knob, so I'll do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that's my birthday. It's your birthday, swear if you want to. Yeah, exactly. I've got some cake now. I'm going to go binge on cake. <laughs> birthday cake is the best cake ever. Yeah. To, to be fair, but, but on food wise, I've not been that bad actually. Um, yesterday was obviously a bad day. Um, I say bad day, no, that's the wrong way of putting it. Um, yesterday was my day where I allowed myself a lot more freedom, whereas today, I've kind of purposely not ate like it's my birthday, if that makes sense. Because obviously a lot of people say, oh, calories don't count on birthdays. And yeah, okay, I get the principle that it's your birthday, you know, you should enjoy yourself and definitely should. However, um, it's just a birthday, so I'm not that bothered. Uh, and yeah, I've just, I've, I've kind of made sure, I did have a lot of pancakes for breakfast because I really fancy pancakes, but I, we had a very, I had a light lunch, just had a sandwich for lunch. Um, I've just literally, before this, just had a light um, turkey salad wrap um, so outside of obviously the pancakes, really, I haven't eaten a lot. So pretty good. Yeah, but I, I kind of knew that I was obviously going to be having cake, so um, I kind of purposely did that to a certain extent. And to be fair, I have also had the attitude all day that if I did want something, I would have had it because because it's you know birthday, <laughs> blah blah blah. But I haven't been that bothered. So kind of again going back to my point about mindful eating, I've just kind of just been like, no, happily go without it. So. But the burger I had yesterday, I don't know, Johnny, you might not have seen it because you're not on Instagram. It was immense. Oh, my days. Um, there's a smokehouse restaurant at a small train station uh, in a small town outside of Norwich called Wroxham. Um, so if any of my local listen- local followers uh, are listening, um, get your ass if you haven't already been to the station smokehouse in Wroxham. It is amazing. I'm now about to show you my Instagram, Jonathan, for a picture of it. 
And there it is. That looks impressive, I gotta say. Yeah, yeah. What about the burger? <laughs> Wee. There you go. There's, there's an inside money shot. Oh, that's nice. So I was So I went one chicken, one burger. So so uh, that was called the Chucky Chucky. No, uh, yeah, Chucky Chucky Clucker or something like that. I can't remember what it's called now. Something like that. Um, oh, Dippy Ch- Dip. Dip. Sorry, Dippy Chuck Chuck. It's called. Buttermilk fried chicken, house barbecue sauce, smoked cheddar, streaky bacon, and then obviously I added a six-ounce steak burger because I'm greedy. Um, we also had chicken goujons and burnt ends to start, and then I finished off with this ridiculous monstrosity of a uh, yeah, that's a marshmallow Malteser waffle with salted caramel ice cream, caramel sauce, and chocolate sauce and honeycomb pieces. It was delicious. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, my my head now is I'm I'm gonna have. Tuna salad in a minute. I was like, "Oh my god, why?" <laughs> I I didn't. Eat, I I I kind of fasted a lot yesterday. Uh, went to cinema. I had a protein bar and a small bag of um, slight popcorn. That's like sixty calories. So I made room for most of the calories. Yeah. Uh, let's say most, not really. Probably I guess because I I probably estimate the food I ate in the evening meal was about three thousand plus calories. I'd imagine. That's so a lot. yeah, so I didn't really make enough room, but damage limitation and all that. Um, and I did feel a bit sick. I'm not gonna lie. There's so much food there, and I, I kind of afterwards thought, "Oh, this is gonna take a while to digest." Yeah. So um, I woke up in the middle of the night, feeling like I'm still just eating. I woke up like 3 a.m. or something. It's like, oh, oh my god, my stomach still feel like I've literally just eaten my meal. So um, yeah, this, oh, this, this morning got up for leg session with Benny Boy. He came over and we did a little leg session in my gym, and um, couldn't even stomach any food. I was like, oh. I can't, can't even stomach food beforehand. I thought I'll just feel full still. And I thought this legs, it's like, you know, like weight belt on and this leg session that could end in a lot of vomit potentially. Yeah. So, that, that, that shows you've eaten a lot the night before. I think it's just because so much protein and obviously high fat content that just doesn't digest quickly at all, does it? You just say bloated for hours and yeah. hours. Oh my yeah. God. It's like it just doesn't move. It's like it's just literally digestion is just n- nil, nothing. Zilch just Zilch sits there. Yeah, but it's right in three thousand minutes. Mm. But it's worth Speak- go-, go on. You mentioned four park earlier about the hot dog stands on that. Oh yeah, because yeah. it didn't eat much in the day. I mapped what food places are around the hotel. It obviously didn't offer the area. Yeah, and Gourmet Burger Kitchen came up, so I ordered from there. GBK with yeah. your. With your Will he rate this burger or not? That's what I was thinking in my head. I had a chicken, satay chicken burger. Yeah. Now, to me, it was not worth the money. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't. It was was like, it was not worth the money at all. It was 30. There was obviously two adults, two kids. Because Liam brought his friend. Liam didn't have anything. So it was three burgers, two chips, was 35 quid. Like, to me, that's a rip-off. Yeah, it's not... Unfortunately, like GBK, Byron's, a lot of the burger chains, they are a bit expensive um, for what you get. Especially bear in mind, like, oh, it's not too bad, 12 quid for a burger. And then you realise, oh, it's just the burger. You've got to spend another five quid on fries. You're like, what? Yeah. yeah. And I, 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 my fit, I searched my fitness bar to see what, come, what it came up as. So the, pe- the chicken burger with satay sauce, which is just peanut sauce in it, Come up with something like five hundred and fifty or something. Yeah. But the but the chips now. So the chips were not a big portion. Six hundred and ninety. It was again it seems a bit high for the for the unless they just sw- well, they probably are swimming in oil. Yeah. But I shared the chips for that very reason. No. I think the um the, the a burger at five hundred calories with obviously peanut sauce is probably a bit under uh, suppose it, suppose the chicken burgers is a bit leaner, but still it's probably a bit under. But by the buying it, you're on holiday. You you know there's going to be uh, an element of error, and is what it is, isn't it, mate? You enjoyed it. Um, to answer your question about whether I rate, when I think I rate it, I don't think it's worth the money, but I do think GBK are, are all right. They're one of the better chains. Uh, I am probably Byron's over GBK, mind you, but they're all right. They're, you know, not bad burgers. It's, it's, it's like a cool thing now, isn't it? How much we charge for a burger and make it, make it sound a bit different. Maybe. It's all that fun names, isn't it? Yeah. Throw in a um, 
IPA or a American ale or something, then you are a proper hipster. Yeah. I'm not a hipster. No. No, you're not. You're Welsh. I'm definitely a hipster. I'm a Welsh tight bastard. Bastard, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's a good good place to end this, I think. Um, Have we got anything to shout out? I've done the comps. So. Same day free challenge in a group right now. Oh, yeah. If you're yeah, not, yeah. you listen to that. If you've said you're going to do it, make sure you do it. Don't just say, yeah, I'll do it. And then we never see you for the next seven days. Mm-hmm. Just, if you're going to do it, just do it. Just do it. As Nike say, just do it. I guess um, it's a seven-day Kickstarter diet to get people just kind of kickstarted and remotivated, isn't it? For people that just want to want to kind of go, yeah, let's just let's, let's start, let's kickstart this diet. Um, so if anyone's listening that, aunt isn't part of the facebook group then head over does it start tomorrow start tomorrow the, the well i essentially had to put some up some up today but so i suppose you would say it starts today really but yeah but i'm just thinking it like today will be monday so um as in it started yesterday if you're listening monday um so yeah if you still you can still go over still get involved obviously on the monday um get in get in the free facebook group no nonsense nutrition in facebook Ooh. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, if anyone wants any one-to-one coaching, Johnny, do you have spaces? Yes, I do have spaces. And if you do, I think you have spaces as well, Brett. Uh, I've got one slot, one space left. Oh, look oh. at that. Yeah. One slot left. Yes. One. It's, be- it's, it's not because I'm rammed off my feet. Um, I'm trying to pretend like I'm some uber fit pro. Yeah, I've got 6,000 clients. I've got one spot left. Get it now before someone else does. Quick, bye, bye, bye. No, it's not what it's about. It's the fact that obviously I still work full time and I don't have a lot of space in general. So I only take on very limited clients to one, for my own sanity and two, so I can actually try and give a obviously as, as good a service as I can to people. So, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Well, you are struggling with a diet, then you know where to come. Get this up. Jump on the phone and we'll see what we can do with it. Yeah, I just thought it's worth shouting because we don't really ever plug our services that much, do we? So I just thought, like, people listening, if they didn't even realize that we offer one to one coaching, like, where are you being if you don't? But um, very much do. Um, so, yeah. Get just think this way if you listen to this podcast and you've done many diets before, you'd come with us for six months and we'd save you money long term because you would never have to do a stupid diet again. You'd now have to buy a stupid supplement again. You'd now have to buy paleo this or this bar or that drink or aloe vera or all this shit. So we'd actually save you money long term. Mm-hmm. And you'd have, I mean, to pay, you'd have to pay five quid to weigh yourself in front of 30 people to then ridicule you if you don't lose weight either. Yeah. When the person actually weighing you hasn't got any, any idea what causes weight fluctuations at all. And you may as well be getting weighed by a builder. Probably are a builder. <laughs> no offense to builders, but you wouldn't you wouldn't think builders would have much to do with women's weight, would you? In general, know about Just, we, they know about women's something. Yeah, wolf whistling on that. <laughs> I don't even know why I said that or where it came from, but that seems as good a t- time as any to call this a day. Oh dear! Right on that note, I'm going to push that button, my son. Push it. Been fun. And I'll see you soon. Yes, you will. Probably in the next minute. Bonjour. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast. We'll speak to you all next week.